0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whales, wherever you are.
1: Uh, we have another amazing NFT today with Burn One. Uh, I want to kind of start off by always, you know, with these shows, it's hard because we record them. Um, so I'm going to start kind of giving a few disclosures up in the front. Uh, number one, I have not invested in this team. Uh, this is this is an uh, un- unsolicited podcast here. And two, just for reference of where we are in the world. Um, let's see. Where is... Bitcoin is currently at 38,000 and climbing. Uh, it was, it dropped all the way down to almost 33. Uh, so we're kind of on our way back up. So there, there's where we are in the world today. Lewis. So, so tell me how you, uh, you you got into you know blockchain crypto Nfts and, and um, where you so came from, sir.
2: I gotta say in about 2015 2014 2015 I'm a high school teacher uh, by trade I also am a, am a tech nerd I have a, a computer repair business and uh, tech support and um, I had a, uh, a colleague who was the IT guy at a school that I worked at and he back in 2014 was like I'm mining Bitcoin uh, you should check it out <laughs> and and the bar was too high. it was just too um, I, I don't know it was too uh, abstract. I think, um, to, to make that jump for me and, um, kicking myself for sure now that I didn't jump on board, but, um, I've always been really interested in it. And in the last, over the last couple of years, I've gotten significantly more interested in it. Um, my background is, uh, is in, in tech support and, and living in that tech world. And, um, you know, the more I've heard, had, had heard about, uh, about, cryptocurrency and then the uses for it um how it works with uh supply chains and how it is such an incredibly versatile um and simple um coding language a lot of it is um that you know it, it seemed like it was definitely not going away and so i i started dabbling and then i really started dabbling
1: that's fun. Yeah. And, and don't feel bad. Uh, I, I threw away 100 Bitcoins back in 2010 because they weren't going anywhere. There was no real use case for them. Um, so, you know, it, it's it's. Uh, I can't ever claim the OG because I was not an original believer. Um, and it takes everyone some time to understand and get there. For me, it was smart contracts uh, it was really what dynamically changed the game. Um, and to see those kind of being able to execute mm-hmm. on chain. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, so um, you know you you've got an IT background. You you've been in around it. Have you um, you know where where did NFTs come from? Were you were you a punk holder? Did you jump into this early, or are you you still kind of waiting to see no, the No, uh, you know uh,
2: the the NFT stuff came actually later for me. Um, I, I I jumped on the the cryptocurrency bandwagon. Um, I heard about V Chain, and uh, and really just kind of fell in love with the concept of V Chain and about you know how. Um, how a cryptocurrency can have a, you know, as a digital asset has a real legitimate um, function within supply chains and within, um, within the real world, um, that it wasn't just kind of funny money, that it had a use case. And, um, and so I started digging in and, and, um, and I kind of never, never looked back. Um, but it wasn't so much NFTs; uh, it was more about uh, real, uh, legitimate utility coins and projects.
1: Yeah, and there's a big difference there. Um, you know, and, and so again, to educate our viewers, and I'm happy to chime in. But what's the difference between an art and a utility NFT? Uh,
2: oh gosh. Um, so, you know, for for well, actually, you know, the funniest thing is that. The, I think that the most useful utility based nFTs have i think kind of been the most uh productive for me uh, I've had the best ROI with them and and their is kind of funny you know where uh I mean, obviously not all of them are funny, but I mean as far as utility nFT um I believe Italy is doing uh using nFTs to um, and blockchain to validate vaccinations I think. fairly certain that, you know, different countries are starting to adopt um, NFTs and different blockchain um, technologies to, um, you know, the way that they're, the way that blockchain can be. That, you know, it's got one immutable um, smart contract that shows that you've done something or, you know, a a po-op or something along those lines. Um, But, you know, there's obviously the art aspect too, where um, there is a lot of monkeys out there, man, there's a lot of apes, uh, to buy Uh so much utility, but when you get into the, the rarity aspect of it, then all of a sudden they can skyrocket. And if you've got a, a ton of different people who are really interested in that, uh, particular, um, that particular NFT, it can go real big.
1: Oh, absolutely. So, um, you know, again, and, and so let's go ahead and pivot over to, to burn one. Um, because you guys are, are clearly again mm-hmm. entering this space, um, is this your first NFT yeah. project, or it is actually okay? So, so let's hear the elevator pitch. So, and dive right um, into it.
2: one of so what burn one is is we are or um, a blockchain company that is looking at developing uh, tech to work within the cannabis industry and to leverage some of the greed and to make it so that. Uh, so that everybody has a space at the table uh there's prohibition from the top to the bottom from banking to um to access to loans um even to just like simple fiat on ramping where um there's uh, it's difficult to well actually shoot i mean the prohibition against cryptocurrency in itself you know so we're working in within this really wild uh venn diagram <laughs> Of, uh, of prohibition from all these different angles. And um, one of the things that we initially had said that we wanted to do was do an NFT launchpad. And uh, really, it, we wanted to do an NFT marketplace, and we realized that we didn't really want to reinvent the wheel. And so the NFT launchpad um, was one of these ideas that, you know, so many artists and musicians and celebrities are looking around going, hey, how do I do this? How do I get into it? And, um, and because we, um, we knew that we had, um, we had the skills to, uh, to grab the bull by the horns and, um, and tackle this, um, tackle a lot of things, creating a business within the blockchain world is a little tricky. Um, but you know, we had the know-how and, um, and so we decided that we would, we would partner with a nonprofit in the space and, um, and try to help. Use uh, use NFTs, use blockchain in order to um, in, t- in order to raise an incredible amount of money um, to support this nonprofit.
1: So, so you just said you know uh, doing a business in blockchain is difficult. Give me give me some examples. Uh, you know, we this is what we do. We we operate numerous businesses in, in crypto, mm-hmm. blockchain. You know, Web three. What what part have you found that's well, most challenging?
2: Work that Venn diagram is the most difficult. You know um, the obviously, obvious the uh, the worry about SEC implications uh, of just being within cryptocurrency at all. Um, that there is uh, very vague uh, rules and expectations about um, about taxation. I mean, you know, obviously not too vague. It's you know, kind of if you throw that thirty percent um, tax. On top of it, it becomes a little bit more straightforward. But, um, you know, working within cannabis and cryptocurrency has been really difficult just because of uh, partially the banking portion um, where we can't. It's very difficult to do transfers. Um, There's a prohibition against uh, uh, really against any business that has a hands on connection to cannabis. Um, and so when we made our first donation, it wasn't huge. I mean, it was $12,000, but we tried to do a wire, um, a wire of that $12,000 from our local bank to, uh, Bank of America. And it failed like four or five times and we couldn't figure it out. You know, I kept saying, I mean, I did all the paperwork, correct everything. It was really straightforward. It was just a wire. And, um, and finally I called the bank and I, I asked to speak with the manager and, um, and what the, what the woman came back and said was that, I'm sorry, but, um, you know, this, we talked to central and they said that, and this was to donate to a 501 C3, you know, to me, this is a federally recognized nonprofit. It should be very, very straightforward. It wasn't about, you know, it wasn't about drug dealing or, uh, or anything, you know, it was about helping people. And so, uh, she said that, you know, because it had anything to do with cannabis, we cannot do this transfer.
1: And that's the crux of of why web three and, and crypto and blockchain is is going to really just, mm-hmm. you know, eat the world. Um, you know, the thought the thought of centralization of someone who made an arbitrary decision that that precluded a, a 501 yeah. a registered 501c3 from receiving funds from a verified source, you know, is is that's in, in our book, that's not okay, um, and and to make it difficult uh, to to work with charities based on you know a, a small percentage or not, sometimes just a single person's political views is is very uh, anti. No,
2: I one hundred percent agree, and it made it very difficult, and, and it uh, it really galvanized our res- uh, our resolve. You know that this is the correct direction, and that um, <clears throat> you know I mean it, literally it's it's uh, technology prohibition. You know, where we, we, we're not able to, we're not supposed to really create this. I, I think that that's kind of the general feeling that, you know, when the SEC is going after um, uh, really large, uh, what, was it? Um, what was it, Coinbase, right? Where um, Coinbase wasn't able to do staking. I mean, it's kind of absurd.
1: Yeah, they were they were going to do a stablecoin uh staking. I think it's 6 6%. So so it's very similar, just like basically move your cash in, yeah. we'll give you 6% yeah. for just sitting in your account.
2: Right. Exactly. And bank can do it. Why why in the world would you have any it's it just isn't it's you know, so often because now I'm I'm neck deep in in uh, in this whole world, people will say, you know, I mean, uh what is like What what is it? What is cryptocurrency? And my answer usually is, do you have Venmo? (laughs) You know, I mean, have you ever tried to transfer uh, money to a friend or a family by pressing a button on your phone? And and the answer is that pretty much everybody has. You know, most people have you know Zelle or Venmo or PayPal, and um, you know. Why in the world would we try to create any kind of prohibition against something that is uh, a better version of what we already have, a better progression?
1: You, you know, it, it's, um, it's very similar to the challenges you're dealing with. And, you know, thinking back to really the, the, the early stages of Web 1, <clears throat> we, we had the same slight mm. issue with music. A very simple, very small files. I mean, you, you think back, um, you know, your average MP3 back in the day was maybe one, two megs. They were very small, uh, you know, low res files. And and Napster gained popularity quite simply because people could, didn't have access right. to Tower Records. They didn't have access uh, to, to the music they wanted, and so they found a way. And, and clearly, you know, Napster was was deemed illegal, and and you know, uh, nothing <clears throat> great was was happening from from the perspective. Of government, um, but but through them banning the technology and trying to really you know go after legally this, you know we can see the results. You know the, the record stores that that fought for the legislation to shut this down are now no longer in business. Uh, the music company has been turned upside down, left and right, sixteen times, and and I think we're going to eventually see the the same thing happen with TradFi, um, and and whether they feel they can control it, absorb it. I, I hear all the time from from large, very ed, well educated uh, people. In the banking industry that they're just going to stop it. They're just going to shut down DeFi, and you know that that's really a concern that they believe that that's even possible when you're when you're talking peer to peer. Now that's not every bank. Um, that's that's you know there's a lot that are very being very progressive and moving forward, and so we hope to hear it. But clearly, Bank of America, <laughs> we all know where they stand right. on on innovation. And, uh, and in you, know, you know you know the
2: result of of so, Napster so, shutting down was uh, was more. Um, <laughs> Faster peer to peer sharing proto- protocols, you know, um, and, and greater decentralization yeah. methods, you know, with torrenting. Um, so there is, there is a way, I mean, it's just going to be the evolution of technology.
1: Yeah, it's definitely going to come in. So, so there was one of your challenges, just again, the traditional banking system, which which clearly is you know, blockchain and cryptocurrencies are are working to would prefer to work hand in hand with. But you know, if they're going to be pushed off to the side, it's it's one of those things that uh, it's not stoppable at this point. And I think that's the biggest thing that most people understand. But but shifting back to to uh, to burn one, what 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 you know, talk more about kind of the mission, vision, values of of what Um, you guys are doing. So.
2: So our goal, we use the term rocket fuel a lot. Um, our our hope is to uh, to be basically like the 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 Tom's of cannabis in the tech world, um, where we um, we have a solid project. Uh, one of the things that we're doing is we're we well ultimately what we want to do is uh, is have blockchain uh, supply management um, with dispensaries to farms. Um, we've got a, um, uh, one of our chief strategist is, uh, is Greg Steinberg and he's the, um, he's the CEO of Belushi's Farm. And so, um, Greg is, is definitely helping us, um, in a lot of those directions and, um, and will be in the future, uh, helping us with the connections inside of the industry. Um, but you know, ultimately, we want to, uh, to try to fix some of the, um, or maybe not fix, but just kind of fill in the gaps with blockchain that, um, that you, um, you don't necessarily have um, a super clear supply management in non-blockchain um, applications. Um, so there's that. Our mission um, is to, you know, everything that we're going to do and everything that we're doing, there's a percentage that comes out of it off the top that we are using to, um, to support nonprofits and our partners. Um, and, uh, you know, one of them is Weldon Angelus, who, uh, who served uh, 13 years in prison for about $900 of cannabis. Um, and and he was actually put in there. He was a producer of Snoop Dogg and and Tupac and just these incredible artists back in the uh, in the late nineties. And he was arrested for uh, about nine hundred dollars worth of cannabis on three different times, and and he got slapped with uh, fifty years, fifty five years of mandatory minimums. And uh, he basically has a <laughs> he has the um, the understanding of uh, you know. Of, of a really huge, <laughs> he has the understanding of a lawyer. Um, he walked out of prison knowing really everything top to bottom about the criminal justice system. So we, we heard his story and, uh, and we decided to partner with him and, um, and to use, um, part of our revenue, um, to help him out. So that's, that is the mission is to, is to do good things and to do well at the same time. Um, the other thing is that we have lots of we have a lot of different um, uh, different focuses. Uh, one of them is uh, is creating uh, proof of purchase systems and integrating them inside of dispensaries, uh, where you basically create a bank account um, that allows you to fund the bank account and then use blockchain um, to do the transfer, which is really kind of different. Um, where you know, once again, we're kind of like working around the issue with the system and fixing it with blockchain. Um, you're not generally in, in a lot of dispensaries, you're not allowed to use so, fiat or you're not allowed to use credit cards because of prohibition. And so we're using private blockchain.
1: So, okay, so you're you, you going to create a, a a private blockchain that people could put in a token, I'm assuming, I'm assuming mm-hmm. like a burn one token, And then at their point of, then when they're at point of purchase, they can use their accounts.
2: Yeah. And so it goes from fiat into the, uh, the burn one, we're calling it burn one alpha, burn one alpha. And then that makes the transaction at the, uh, at the point of purchase.
1: How how is the is the token valued, or what oracle you're using, or or I, obviously these you know most tokens are relatively <clears throat> volatile unless you're talking about stable it's a stablecoin. So so what um,
2: um, with with the USDT okay, so making, basically?
1: Okay, so you're 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 uh, pairing one to one with USDT. Interesting. So yeah, let's, let's talk about technology a little bit because, you know, we're, we're, you've, you've already stated there's quite a few things going on. Um, so, so let's talk about the the tech, the tech team around it, because, you know, now you've got a token, you've got some NFTs, you've got some utility behind the NFTs, you have integration mm-hmm. into POS systems, um, and dispensaries and, uh, you know, some sort of proof of proof of purchase, uh, type receipt that you're going to hold on to. So, so there's a lot yeah. of blockchain tech. Here. We're
2: busy. Uh, we're busy. Actually our CTO, um, he, uh, our CTO's uh, daughter had a horrible um, motorcycle accident, and so he's been sort of out of commission, and uh, and we've been pushing the ball uh, without him. Hopefully, uh, in the next couple of months, uh, he'll he will come back online. But um, you know, as far as tech, there are so many different ways that um, that blockchain, that NFTs, that cryptocurrency can do really fantastic work. Uh, a, a really simple one, if we're just talking about the NFTs, is um, is you know obviously people buying NFTs for their intrinsic value, the art side. Um, Weldon is uh, as a producer, he has a treasure trove of um, of music uh, that was produced, you know, well th- that he had produced with people like Tupac, um, people like Snoop Dogg, um, and so a lot of this stuff is unreleased. And uh, and so when we first started talking with him, he said, you know. I, I've been thinking about making an album. Um, maybe we could do something on the blockchain. So right now what we're endeavoring to do um, is basically make a, a blockchain album that will um, that will be put together um, through these five next drops.
1: Okay. So, so just to be clear, we now have a token, NFT, a music album, uh, a, a a POS yep. integration, um, yep. as well as a stable coin. Okay, good. I'm just making sure. Busy, busy. That.
2: So, so with the the NFT drop, it's it's a hybrid audio visual. So it's it's actually um, both artwork from John Jennings, who is a uh, who is a two time um, New York Times bestseller. Um, he won the Hugo Award. He is a professor at Riverside, California. Um, he is just a, a man of many, many talents, and um, and so he did this really. He's a comic book artist. He did this incredible portrait of Weldon. Um, and what we did on the tech side is we have um, we've been putting it together um, with an art generator and uh, and turning this this really unreal. I mean it was so he basically did, you know, one piece and then he did a lot of other variations to it. And so we're taking it and breaking apart, obviously the way that you can do with generative art. And you know, we've created forty two hundred different individual images. It's actually twenty nine million, <laughs> but um uh, Okay. It, yeah, you know, well, it's it's counting? fine. Um but so so we're putting that together, coupling it with an unreleased Snoop song, and then um and then we're gonna offer so the, the burn one token right now, we have one on Binance, but we're also going to launch one on ETH. And the tokens themselves will be used as rewards tokens. And so you'll be able to stake the NFT and then earn rewards um, for staking it, which people are already, people are buying the token okay. anyway. And so it'll be a buy and burn kind of thing when you use it in your in real life experiences.
1: So it's not, so, so there's a diminishing supply of these as, as you burn them. Burn burn one, one exactly. Burn more of them. Um, you, you have a, you have a staking protocol and, and, um, I mean, gee, so, so. The, the thing I would just want to keep coming back to is you have yep. a lot that you're working on. W- what's the roadmap like? Because I, I I just want to make sure I understand yep. the yep. order of these things that are coming out. Because you know, there's we talk to teams all the time that are have less less yep. daunting you know um, startups than you. And there's just a, so much tech that you guys have here. And I'm, I'm, I'm I, I want to make sure I understand. So it's that a we wheel can, we can get behind this
2: effectively. So that's, that's the roadmap. It's actually an image of a wheel um, where we've got a bunch of different okay. spokes. Not all of them are active right now. Um, eventually, more spokes will come online. Uh, what we're focusing on right now um, really is more on the NFT launchpad and also the proof of purchase. Uh, the proof of, proof of purchase is um, is... Okay. Uh, we so the proof of purchase is really a part of a partnership with a, a company called Rethink, and uh, Rethink does Rethink banking, and so we're we're working with them um, with uh, to to create these proof of purchase uh, systems. Um, so it'll be rethink or uh, burn one power, powered by Rethink, and um, and so okay. that the ball has been rolling with that for probably probably about four months or so and um, and it's just really a matter uh, with the uh, proof of purchase of, uh, of getting the API connected and a little bit more onboarding um, so that that one's not too far away but the the biggest focus right now is actually um, using blockchain actually for uh, for seed funding for all the things that we want to do later on
1: Okay, and and what's the um, what's the intake for the for the seed funding that you're using? Is it yeah, so NFT so actually or?
2: the bur- the Don't burn get- one um, the I'm sorry the uh, the NFT um, collection right now is actually called Where There's Smoke There's Fire, and so the that's that's one of five um, that we have that we have planned uh, okay. currently, um, but acting as a launch pad um, and taking in taking in relatively minimal um, percentage off of it um will allow us to uh to build up our seed funding without having to to hit up VCs basically. Fabulous.
1: And and, and I think you said it a second ago but you yep. you guys are doing Binance. Currently
2: on Binance. Yep.
1: Okay. Cur- currently what's what's the thought pro- what's the experience been so far and what's the thought process um, going for?
2: I like I personally I like Binance um because of, you know, gas fees. Um you know, it's, it's very straightforward. <laughs> um, I, uh, I'm trying, we're trying to stay away from Ethereum. That being said, um, it's where the majority of transactions are. Um, so, um, it's, we're, so the next step, we're actually launching the NFT on Ethereum. Um, and so our next launch is going to be on, uh, it will be on Ethereum. We're going to launch our burn one rewards token. On ETH. Okay. um, However, um, I am a firm believer that Solana is, um, is really the future and will probably um, compete with Ethereum in a very major way. Um, and I think that it really has already started. Uh, you know, I mean, the
1: we, we we have multiple projects being coded at this moment on Solana so i i can i can confirm and and uh um you know ga- gas gas fees are a problem but you know there seems to be some smart people that are that are Yeah and about
2: you it. know Solana i mean the the biggest problem Solana was fixed yesterday um with their lack of mobile app um i don't know if you checked out the new Phantom wallet when it went went mobile yesterday i think or the yep. day before And, um, I've got to guess that, you know, I mean, with the, the mobile application, it's just going to allow so many more people to, to access
1: it. Yeah. I, 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 you know, again, I, as my own personal opinions, I don't believe in, in mobile, (laughs) um, you know, crypto, crypto, uh, at this time, I I think that there's enough issues, uh, that you have to be, you know, secured on, uh, that being said, I know a lot of people do. And, and I, 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 have uh, a lot of faith in the phantom team and the code behind mm-hmm. it. I think it's a really good product. But yeah, I mean that's huge and massive and it'll continue to grow. Yeah. But that's how early we are. I mean we're so early that we can barely um you know you know barely even have the the understandings of of a usable system.
2: Yeah, and points. I think that mass adoption really is about making it easy for grandma. You know, when grandma starts talking about buying dogecoin on Robinhood, um, things have shifted. You know, and and that's why I, that's why I feel um, that the, the phantom wallet is such, is going to be such a big step for Solana that so many people are looking for that ease of access, you know, and being, and being.
1: Oh, uh, absolutely. So, so, um, so we're, we're on uh, one chain, yes, at a minimum to probably yeah. two more. We, we got, we got, we got a, you know, Baker's dozen uh projects going on. What, what's the size of your team? And, and, and again, so you're still in the kind of, you're early, yeah. like, and I want to yep. be clear about that. Mm-hmm. I'm not picking on you. I'm saying you're early, you're getting ready to do your first yep. round of, of raise. You've got some, some, you know, and this is, this is how most, you know, blockchain web three companies start is, is here's our vision. And, and, you know, either yep. people are going to jump behind it or, or they're not. And, you know, we, we do see a majority of, of projects fail. And, um, but, but, you know, so the part that we really like is the roadmap under Understanding if the money comes, how quickly can you deploy it and make use of it um, with the team that you have? So it's about creating revenue
2: streams for us, and um, in, in order to get okay. to get to the mountain, you know, uh, the 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 uh, like I said, long game is um, is blockchain, you know, and creating a, pl- a private blockchain um, that would that would allow for uh, basically creating a, a V chain type um, a V chain type uh, ecosystem.
1: So, so are you saying a level one or a side chain or what do you, what do you think? On
2: I mean, I would love it if it was a level one, okay. I would 100% love it if okay. it's a level one. And I know that, um, you know, we won't be able to get there unless we have all of these spokes firing and creating revenue. And so, um, you know, right now, big focus is just going to be NFTs at the moment, uh, NFTs. And then the, the, um, the proof of purchase or the, uh, the, the, uh, point of purchase, you know, because the the point of purchase is uh, okay. is relatively straightforward. We have the connections in the industry, and uh, and it makes a lot of sense. And then and then as far as that is concerned, um, what we want to do is we want to offer packages to dispensaries. Um, so so often. Um, You know, when you think about someone who's starting up a business, uh, especially for dispensary, there's a lot of moving wheels. Um, And I think because of prohibition, it becomes uh, it becomes difficult to 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 pick ways to uh, to seed fund. Um, It's very difficult because of the banking prohibition (laughs) to seed fund. And we've we've thought of some interesting ways about seed funding with uh, using blockchain Um, and then uh, and then. Having access to uh, a point of purchase, which we would offer them, um, as well, you know, that's those are those are kind of the the ideas, and then and then being integrated with the the blockchain eventually as we get there
1: so um, industry you, you, you have a lot of partners yeah. and that's good that's key uh, it's nice to know that you, you've done your research before you enter market we talked to some people that before they ever even do a single thing they're already you know kind of uh, building tech with without a, a real uh, industry insider to help them so so what's your who on your team is is kind of helping the inroads and and what it, of the big industry guys are you guys working with today um, to develop so these products? Uh,
2: rethink I mean, rethink banking is uh, is the the biggie uh, as far as a partnership is concerned um and that they have the fiserv uh, certification and uh they're um shoot i forget which bank it is that they're uh partnered with i um i don't want to actually i, I forget which bank it is that they're partnered with but sure. uh, it's it's a big one and um and they have the fiserv certification so so that's a that's a large portion of it in in uh in allowing it to come to fruition um, as far as the industry inroads, um, Greg Steinberg, who's the CEO of Belushi's Farm, as well as um, Project Greenway DNA, um, which is a, a really, really cool company that um, that uses your DNA to um, to tell you exactly what kind of cannabinoids are, are the best fit for you, which is pretty interesting as far as the medical marijuana uh, movement is concerned. Uh, movement
1: very interesting that's yeah, pretty cool that
2: um, so he's the CEO of both of those uh, both of those uh, businesses and um, and so he is really the one who's um, going to be dealing with some of the strategy as far as integration in the industry yeah
1: awesome awesome so and, um, and- Jumping jumping back over into into kind of mm-hmm. the the next steps, um, and, and where you're at today. So as, as people say they, they want to get involved, they want to start knowing more about Burn One. You know what's the the best way to get involved, or for them to say I like this, I want my local dispensary to potentially get involved. Are, are you at that point, right To yet to start soliciting? You're gonna um, laugh. dispensaries, or you're
2: gonna laugh Still right now. Um, so we've actually. <laughs> We actually have developed. Uh, we we have we have our own um, chocolate edibles and CBD edibles already for sale. <laughs> we're busy, man. We're busy.
1: Let's um, listen again. So we're adding. We're adding that you're you're uh, yep. you got your own products out there.
2: Yep. So okay. uh, how to get involved um, and how to get a dispensary involved? Um, we uh, we envision. Well, I mean, we, so we have a pretty, we have a discord, we've got a telegram group. We've got a pretty, um, incredible advisory board, um, that's, a, that really has been developed, um, to tell us what they think our ethical moves are. Um, and they're incredible yeah. so far. Um, they've been just, they've given, a, given us some really nice direction and, and told us to pump the brakes in specific places where we, we need to, um, as far as getting involved, we've got a website, uh, burn one dot that, um, that has everything on it from A to A to Z, uh, with with the exception of some of our internal roadmap that we um, that we haven't really talked about too much. Um, but getting involved, you can well we've, we've tried to stay actually. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to not operate, um, with a lot of baggage. Um, I know we have a lot of different, um, of different ways of making revenue, but we, we have tried to sort of make it so that, uh, we're not taking out loans. We're not hitting FVCs. Um, we want to try to do it on our own steam. Um, so that, um, You know, each one of those revenue arms that we create will help with powering the engine um, so that we can move toward that ultimate blockchain.
1: Yeah, I mean, and let's be clear, it's a it's a big engine. These are these are very ambitious and very large um, goals that you guys have. I mean, and clearly it's and again, everyone has to start from somewhere. We're very early in Web3. Um, and I think it's interesting to see that the merger of a very nascent young technology blockchain and cryptocurrencies, you know, integrating with, again, a very old one. You know, which is which is uh, you know marijuana and everything else. But the industry, which in certain parts of the world is very mature, the U.S. Is still still going to take some time to adoption. So that that begs: is this a local play, or have you talked to international um, international dispensaries that exist? We have in, you know, not gone global yet. World?
2: We have not. Okay. Um, it has been. We started out with the the ideal that you know we wanted to um, we wanted to. Get as big as possible, but well, the reality is that we need to be local first. Um, we need to figure out what works best w- with dispensaries here first, um, because we already have our own um, intricacies here in the United States, and, and to try to uh, to work on on a, an international scene would be um, it would be a big spoke that I don't think we're qu- quite ready for yet.
1: I I just want to point out it it took a, a little over thirty minutes for for me to finally get you to say like. That we we have our we have our our projects we're not doing anymore. So I, I love hearing that, um, because it is so easy to go to go so wide and go to go you know attack so many different problems. Um, it's it like I said, it sounds like you have an amazing roadmap. So many things going on. Um, <clears throat> what else you've seen in and around the industry that that you just absolutely are, are loving? I mean, there's there's collaborative projects, and one of the things that I love about Web three more than anything else is the fact that the industry is so welcoming and so collaborative. I mean, you can fork. If you love Solana, you can go grab the code base and fork it and have your own level 1 based on where where Solana is today and you know that's just the reality of the world. Um
2: what do I what do, what am I excited about? Um, what, what, I mean, I guess One of the one of the things that we're actually doing that uh, we've—it's just a matter of connecting an API at this point—is actually a fiat on-ramping app. Um, It's and it's a it's a Web three app, but um, but trying you know making it so that crypto is more accessible even just financially. I mean, the fees in order to get in um, are kind of they're pretty darn high, and so we're trying to we're trying to, to cut that and that's another rethink partnership um thing you know i i my hope is that is that crypto just becomes more accessible um and it's happening you know i mean like i had referenced you know with grandma trading dogecoin um you know i think that uh i think that eth 2.0 is going to be a big deal you know um anything that you know for me uh, proof of proof of uh, stake opposed to proof of work and then some of these other uh, technologies um, that are more environmentally friendly that I'm excited about. Um, I'm sick of I'm really I'm really sick of crypto so, so. having a bad a bad rap because of Ethan Bitcoin. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that, no. that ain't going away anytime soon. So so what about what about ETH two has you excited? And if they do move to proof of stake, which they clearly have plans to do, does that change your your Solana plans and you would just stay on ETH or you know, where where's that kind of I have think you it's guys in your You know, head?
2: I think that Solana has done the right thing from from the get go. And and I think that Solana has a lot of fans um, and people who are, you know, kind of becoming fanboys of Solana because you know, they did the right thing from the beginning, and and you know, I don't I don't think that necessarily ETH was doing the wrong thing from the beginning. They were just doing what was available at the time, and um, I, I think that um, being versatile as a business uh, is a good thing. Obviously, um, we are trying to be really, really versatile, and we're all over the place in in some ways, but um. You know, we can see ourselves uh, on a lot, on a number of different chains, and doing different things within those chains. Um, you know, depending on what it is. I mean, there's there are so many opportunities. There's play to earn. There's, um, I mean, just pick something, and you can use crypto for it. I mean, even so, our, our CTO actually uh, works in the the um, video game industry, and is building video games that. Um, you know, they have the ability to move things around using blockchain, uh, you know, all of the, uh, all of the, um, what is it, DLC, you know, that's coming out with NFTs and being able to change the skin of a a spaceship or, or your, you know, your fighting guy, whatever it is. Um, I'm not, I'm, I like video games, but um, I don't, I don't, I don't actually have enough time to play anymore, um, but that you know that kind of direction is it's incredible. Um, you know that that NFTs are are going are part of the video game world, and it makes a lot of sense.
1: Yeah, I mean, listen, there is there is the limits. Are, are wide open right now. There, there's barely a glass ceiling, if you can think it. People are developing it. We watched Ohm <clears throat> go from a, a, a brand new technology that was just kind of a, a concept to, you know, three 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 and a half, almost three and a half billion. Uh, they've come down very fa- almost mm-hmm. as fast as they went up. Um, but, you know, again, it's, it's, it's really the playground of people trying to understand the technology, understanding the use cases. Um, and, and so, Louis, I've got to applaud you and, and uh, burn one team for really trying to understand this yourselves. And trying to bring it to an industry that, that clearly needs uh, a little bit of deregulation, needs a little bit of decentralization, and and again access to to capital and access to uh, funds that that are being denied to them um, by by the current regulations. Even if it's available on the state level, even if it's uh, allowed at the federal level, there's there's just again the corporate interests sometimes are not aligned with uh, with with again certain others like yourselves. Yeah, uh,
2: and it really is. Um I think that probably some of these prohibitions and, and regulations are, are. It's going to take a while before those calm down uh, and go away, and before certainly before some of the the industry the the healing that needs to happen because of those regulations and prohibitions, um, ha, you know, has has occurred. So it definitely, I think that it, it is uh, it's a good opportunity for blockchain to get involved in that industry because it's in all of the other ones it's mortgages, you know, it's banking. It's, you know, I mean, it's, it's everywhere. Um, it, the metaverse. Um,
1: yeah. <clears throat> yeah. We did not hear a, uh, burn one, uh, metaverse world yet. So we're, we still got more room on that. Yeah. And, to make and it you happening. know, so
2: there was, there was uh, a, <laughs> you know, your question about other things that I'm excited about. It's kind of funny, but, um, you're familiar with Jasmine. So, Jasmine, yeah. um the the founders of Jasmine are ex Sony uh, CEOs. I mean, it's it's this uh, it's this yep. hit list of all of these incredibly huge Japanese um, CEOs and and bigwigs and um, and they they launched uh, about a year ago. And they went up to something like $5 uh, per token. And then they crashed because when Bitcoin crashed, they crashed also. And they were doing a lot of promotions. But uh, what they're doing is data uh, democratization and uh, and taking owner of of your data. And that's their whole thing. And they're actually the first, um, they're the first crypto, uh, first legal cryptocurrency in Japan. And so they're being called Japan's Hmm. Bitcoin. Um, And so I am, really excited about jasmine and they they went from five dollars down to a, a penny
1: so louis just real quick so we can understand what's the what's the numbers or the tokenomics around the the nft uh token that okay so uh we're with
2: where there's smoke there's fire it's being uh being released publicly on the fifth uh the private sale is actually on the fourth uh private sale is 20% off and it's being released at 0.42 eth Sixty-five um, percent of it is being donated directly to Mission Green, so a big chunk of what you are buying is um, is a direct, really it's a direct donation, direct you know straight to a nonprofit. Um, it is, uh, as I said earlier, it's a hybrid audio visual, visual uh, NFT. Um, it is a unreleased Snoop Dogg track with beautiful work by John Jennings. Um, there are forty-two hundred of them, and. Each one of those NFTs, um, it, you'll be able to stake it and earn Burn One ETH. And um, there will be a ton of in real life experiences that we are tying to each one of these. So we have ultra rares that will allow you to, if you buy, if you're able to get all five of the collection, there are a couple things you'll be able to do. One of them is go and produce, uh, produce a track with, uh, with Weldon Angelus um, at his studio. And uh, you know, I mean we're talking about producing in a studio where uh and working with someone who produced for Tupac. So there's a massive draw to that. It's a really big deal. Um the flip side of the coin in the art world, so that's a music. In the art world, uh, we'll have uh, IRL experiences where if you get all of our um all of our platinum, I'm sorry, diamond, um no, it's not diamond, I'm sorry. It's a. Uh, It's comic book association stamps, Um, but if you if you get all of those, uh, you'll be able to go to um, I uh, I believe it's either South by Southwest or Comic Con, one of the two. Uh, We're trying to work all that out, but uh, we have really just just incredible in real life experiences.
1: You know what? It's uh, listen. It's amazing to hear. Um, you know, again, the the roadmap that you guys are building. And so again, just to be clear, you're on finance today. The drop is on Ethereum and then the the con- the the staking and everything else will Yeah, so stay it'll on stay
2: Ethereum. on Ethereum. Uh we'll actually do with our secondary sales, we'll actually be doing buybacks on uh on the Binance smart chain as well. Um, so a lot of this, uh, the secondary is all going to roll okay. into the ecosystem and keep all of, those, uh, all of those engines moving and kind of have it power itself.
1: I, I love rockstar developers that will make all this happen. So that's that's one of the greatest things. Absolutely love it. Um, Lewis, where can, where can people find you? They want to learn more, hang out. Uh, where, Discord, so Twitter is kind of
2: at uh, burn1coin. Um, same thing with Instagram. Uh, our, our website is burn1.today or burn1coin.com. Um, and we've got a Telegram group as well as a Discord.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Love it. We'll hang out for a little bit right here. Uh, y Whales, thank you again so much for your time. This is Burn One, and we're looking forward to seeing that drop here soon. Uh, hopefully,
0: we'll get whitelisted as well. So, very cool. And, uh, Thanks so much, Jay. See you guys next time. Y was founded in 2021 by Jay Steinbeck, a passionate entrepreneur and business owner with the purpose of bringing YPO and YNG members together in the cryptoverse. YWales Whales is a collaborative and confidential community centered around cryptocurrencies and blockchain technology, an exclusive crypto hub of more than 600 members. To be notified when we release new content, please subscribe to our show and your preferred listening app. For more information, visit www.ywhales.com.